perceived yeah. by perceived rudeness. No, no, okay, no, rudeness. No. Yeah. What about your perceived uh, willingness to eat toothpaste, Josh? That's something that we <laughs> learned about Josh as well. Mate, when you're in a pinch down the hatch. <laughs> um, and with Christian, we also um, we also found out that Christian loves to pay four thousand uh, dollars to see a guy he could watch on YouTube free to talk. Um, <laughs> Now, I have a so- shocking sense of direction, but I'm also prepared to wear lace skirts when <laughs> I house paint. <laughs> so we talked about a lot of different things, and today we'll just be touching back on some of those things and bringing it all together, uh, taking a look back and having some fresh discussions on some old ideas. Funny you should say that, Josh. Now, before we get started, I thought one of the biggest things that has irked me uh, over this season is the fact that people keep confusing... Mine and Josh's voice. Christian, that must be so frustrating oh, for you. Oh, it's very frustrating, <laughs> Dion. Especially considering that people think that I'm the person who thinks Coca-Cola Zero is the healthy choice for, for soda drinks. But also, people seem to be confusing all of us. So they go, well, was it you who doesn't think that maths should be taught in a classroom? And I go, absolutely not. No. So I think, I think for people, just before we get started, if you don't know what we sound like or what we look like or who we are, jump over to our social media. We've got some videos. We've got trailers up there. You jump over to our Instagram and you can see some photos of Josh's underpants. It's great. <laughs> we so- actually had I had a friend who said, oh, for the longest time, until she saw the trailer for last season, she's like, for the longest time, I thought Dion was Christian and no Christian way! was Dion. Oh, no. So it was straight Crazy. up seeing the face. But it's more the face that you see on the the episode release. I love how that's more defaming to Christian than it is to me. Um, Actually, Christian, to solve this problem and to help distinguish our voices, a friend of the show contacted us with a cheat sheet and it's basically to help our beloved patchworkers distinguish between the three of us. Christian, can you roll that tape for us? Hello, patchworkaholics, regular alcoholics and both. It's Triple J host and regular podcast tolerator Alex Dyson here. To celebrate the 30th episode of Welcome to Patchwork, I've been especially asked by the chaps to step in with a handy cheat sheet on how to tell their voices apart, because what better time to help people differentiate between your voices than in the 30th episode of your podcast? Now, being a graduate of Year 11 Psychology, I know the best way to remember something, apart from just using your bloody brain, is to use a mnemonic device, which is a handy tool or rhyme which aids in memory recall. For example, never eat soggy wheat bix helps you remember north, east, south and west. Or 24 years in maximum security prison helps you remember not to murder anyone. Okay, let's go. First up, when you're listening to the podcast thinking, gosh, who is that whiny voice I hear? Stop and think. Hmm, whiny, wine. Isn't there a Greek god of wine? There is. It's Dionysius, which helps you remember Dion, the whiniest voice of the trio always complaining about how people pronounce his name wrong or that the flavour of rooibos tea should be specifically designed for his palate. Dion, Dionysius, wine. Up next, how do you remember Josh Porter? Easy. Ports are where boats land and all boats have captains and every captain has to have a first mate. Now, Josh is always the first person to say mate in every podcast, usually at the end of a quickfire explanation of his netball career. For example... Because I'm a gold defence, mate. <laughs> and finally, when you hear someone talking about owning and operating their own self-storage facility for the millionth time, you get pissed off. Pissed. Piss. Pissasale. Christian Pissasale. So there you are. Hopefully this will help you on your Welcome to Patchwork journey. I look forward to joining you on episode 60, where the boys will get me to run through another podcast essential, 
how to place earbuds into your own ears. Thank you, Alex. I hope to all Patrick listeners, it's much, much clearer who we are. But thank you to Alex Dyson for putting that together for us. Yeah, I'm sure that cleared it up really well. (laughs) So as this is the retrospective, as we said, we'll be taking a look back. And uh, for this particular piece, we're going back to patch 22, a bin's a bin's a bin. Uh, We're a good friend of the show, Aaron Block. Uh, he emailed in um, about how he has too many unread emails. He had over 8,000 unread emails and he asked for our advice on how to get it back to zero. I still think that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. it is, it's a disgusting number to let your inbox get to. Yeah. How do you sleep comfortably knowing that there's 8,000 of something unopened? Of something? What I'm, else do you have 8,000 of unopened, Imagine if mate? you had 8,000 letters just sitting unopened. <laughs> I think I left the garage door open. Which one? No, I've got 8,000 of them yeah christian might <laughs> um so aaron got back in touch with us <laughs> Sorry, yeah the storage unit mate well done Dion. Yeah, he's quick to that one that's good um so aaron got back in touch with us and he said that he has managed to get back to zero amazing oh. he's gone through them all no he hasn't he's he sele- has he selected all of them and clicked masters red no no because i asked him i was like how did you go about getting this back because i thought it was an insurmountable task i my advice was yeah. just go back to the start of the year clear everything before that and, yep. and start afresh yep. but he actually went through so he had this he had a, a few stages to his process so uh to begin with he tried to search for and delete big blocks of emails like Woolworths, Qantas, frequent flyers that great. kind of stuff then when he ran out of those he went screen by screen and so he just like 50 at a time and do uh, mark all and then mm-hmm. unmark ones that he thought were important yep. and then just get rid of the others. Yeah, good um, tips. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he just slowly went through. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing is he said after he got back to zero, because we I was wondering, I was like, how does it feel to have that weight crushing on your shoulders? And he said, it felt terrific getting back to zero, organized on top of my game and in control. <laughs> But do you know what the problem is for him? Is he obviously has some organisational struggles. And moving forward, does he have a plan so that this doesn't spiral out of control again? Well, already he slipped back to 18, but he's had a horror week at work. 18,000 he slipped back to. <laughs> but no, I think he's going to keep no, on top of it. he hasn't had a horror week at work. He hasn't unsubscribed to anything. <laughs> That's the issue. That's Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did he find anything meaningful? So in the emails that he deleted, I asked him this because I was very, I was like, there's probably going to be nothing at all. Um, he says, I, this is amazing. Eight, going through 8,000 emails. I really can't say I discovered any important emails. There, you go. So there was some, he said that there was some, I'm happy I didn't delete like old bills and receipts for tax. Uh, there was a huge number of emails from his dad who apparently anything, because Aaron is a doctor and he works in infectious diseases. So his dad apparently sends him anything infectious disease related, oh. just shoots it oh, off to no him. Way. So he had heaps from that. That's such an interesting thing, receiving emails from your parents. Sometimes if I don't reply to an email, my dad will call me up and ask me whether I got the email. He did it the other day. And the email didn't even require a response, but he wanted acknowledgement. But that but that makes sense because it's saying, hey, I took the time out of my day to send you something. You can't just ignore it. It goes back to the yeah. idea of like earlier in this season when Josh, you were saying that you really respect when someone clicks attending to a Facebook event, whereas I just ignore them. 
it is such an arrogant thing to ignore yeah. an email from your dad. Yeah, it's very arrogant. <laughs> but the other thing Aaron said, you, you mentioned about the subscriptions, Christian. Um, apparently, Aaron also went on a really aggressive unsubscribe mission, but now he uses the archive function, which I suggested, but I don't. he doesn't understand what it is because he says, I, I have no idea where it goes, but I'm at peace with that now. <laughs> no, no, don't. Okay, for our listeners, please don't archive because they'll be there one day you'll click into the archive and they'll all still be there for you bonus that's a positive thing christian get closure click delete christian why do you think you've got so much authority on this because what what did you think don't don't squint don't give me that squinty eyed look (laughs) what did you think when you looked at my emails dion i thought they were beautiful (laughs) that's right particularly that archive fold is gorgeous i have because i have spent unnecessary amounts of time thinking about my email folders and when i see anyone else's I just want to give them tips on how to how to better themselves. Well, if you want to give some more tips, Aaron has asked a follow-up question about mm-hmm. emails. Now, he when he's sending work emails, his sign-off, he's got troubles with the sign-off. Uh-huh. He doesn't want to use cheers. It's too informal. Yep. Yep. He doesn't want to use regards. It's too formal. Mm-hmm. He wants to know what can I use for work emails as a sign-off that's somewhere in the middle. So, I typically, when I started working in kind of like an office environment, I always went for kind regards because I thought that was the default, right? Nice. But I then received from one of our designers an email and his templated email was warm regards. Warm regards. Warm regards. Isn't that... I, th- I thought that was very, very That's cute. personal. Wait, yeah, is, it is. It's but, kind of corporate but personal. Is this a guy that works like three metres away from you as well? <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Isn't that the strangest thing when... I can being... feel the heat <laughs> from his regards. <laughs> isn't that the... St- <laughs> Hot regards. That's a different thing altogether. <laughs> Actually, a colleague at work uh, addressed me like their salutation was warmest. 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 At the end, it was nah. warmest. Nah. <laughs> That's just temperature control. <laughs> that means nothing. He's but- describing himself in the office. I'm the warmest. Christian, I'm the warmest. how do you feel about <laughs> elevating the salutation when you get to know someone you've never met them before? Mm. Do you like? Do you follow their cheers as the salutation? Do you ever? And does I, it won't, e- I won't cheers. I'll never cheers. I You'll cheers never, all the time. I'll, I'll thanks, but I'll never <laughs> cheers. I, I cheers to my parents once in an email. I hated it. Cheers. Yeah, it was just a standard. Uh, I automatically typed it in. No, Christian, just I, one thanks or many thanks. <laughs> oh no, the single thanks. And and now I've gotten to a point where I'm removing all salutations. I'll finish with something like, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Yeah, that's it. And then my and then my email signature. On the topic of emails, up the top when you're addressing someone, how do you feel when someone addresses you like this? If I write Christian, comma, how do you feel about that? Nah, you should say hi Christian or hey. Yeah, gotta say hi Christian or hey Christian. Yeah. The worst derivation of that is if they just write C or D or J, J, comma. It's Fuck off It's so bad It's a sign of age When someone starts doing that They hit their 30s And they think they can just sign off and Also cool. That's not saving you any time Yeah, yeah how yeah, little yeah. time Four do key you strokes. have Four keystrokes right. is not a lot But the thing with the intros and outros The problem I run into Is when you've got a series of emails That are rapid fire Going back and forth It feels really really dumb To every time like Hi Christian Just <laughs> yeah. want to get this yeah. Cheers Josh Thanks Josh Da 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 But that's the thing That's right Why do we have this weird formal kind of attitude towards emails, but real life, it's so different. One thing I did want to check with you guys, you mentioned your signature, Christian. Mm -hmm. Now, I've heard varying things. If you've got a full signature with your name and contact details, are you still meant to sign off with your name? 
in the the main body of the no. email or not? Great no. question. No, absolutely. I, I still do. A, t- a friend a long time ago said, if you've got a full signature, you still do thanks, uh, Josh. Ah, uh, question, Josh. In your signature, <laughs> is your name spelt Joshua? Yeah. Because you might... Oh, there we go. That's why you do it. Because you sign off Josh and you're being all friendly. Oh, I'm Josh to this person. <laughs> no. But to everyone else, I'm Joshua. No, ridiculous. It's the, same, it's the equivalent of writing to whom it may concern at the top of an email. <laughs> What's so, wrong with that? It's ridiculous. It means nothing. You never write to whom it may concern? No, of course I don't write to whom it may concern because to whom it may concern is like what you're doing is asking the person that you're emailing to print the email off, put it on a fucking cork board and wait for someone to walk past to be like, no. oh yeah, this concerns me. That's not true. The point of, is, the, it's, just, it's just useless. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. Yes, that's what's happening. They go to the cork board. No. This is, this is, that's Josh speaking, by the okay. way, last. <laughs> Who writes whom? Why, why are you speaking so differently you, in an no, email? What are you doing writing many thanks? Who who writes many? Who I writes don't. thanks? Who writes kind? Who writes regards? You never say That's that right. stuff. Just get rid of it all. No, Christian, to whom it may concern is if you're writing like uh, arguing a I, fine or something or you're writing it into some faceless That's email right. address. Why it's not actually, to an individual. Why can't you just write hi and then hi body? <laughs> Can I, yeah, exactly. So hi team replaced to whom it may concern. Christian, are you saying that when maybe, maybe Christian lives in this different world where whenever he writes an email, he knows exactly who it's being written to? Yeah, I lucky know, you, I know, Christian. I know who it concerns. But what do you do, Dion? At your signature, do yep. you do sign off as Dion in the body as well? I tell you what I do. I include in my signature the my name. Up the top, couple of my name, couple of spaces, then the signature. Never need to write it again. Oh, that oh, that but, is an email signature. Uh, it is an email signature, but my name is written but twice. But like it's first. Yeah. Oh, it's written twice. Can I just reveal something? I don't do that, but I just made that up on the spot because I think it's a genius idea and I'm going to change it. <laughs> do you understand the concept? No, I don't no, think it's a good idea. I think you're not understanding that it's stupid to write your name twice in an email signature. No, that was the whole point with Josh. Josh yeah, is asking it's... at the end of an email, does he sign off his name and then have the email signature below yeah. where his name is but written? But the signature's all like HTML formatted and like business, well, your position, the address and your contact yeah. details and Are all you that. saying you've got that in your signature? <laughs> it's one of my signatures. <laughs> not my personal one, but... Christian, do you sign off your name at the end when your signature's underneath? Answer, no. Josh, answer Josh's question. No. Sorry, I told you. I've I've gotten rid of all salutations. It's just got my final line, looking forward to hearing from you, and then it goes straight into the email signature, which has my name and my position. My one I hate the most in terms of sign-offs or emails is best. Best. I hate best. What does best mean? Be- yeah. Just say best regards. Yeah. Best wishes. It's the same as saying warmest. Yeah, Sorry, warmest. you're saying say best regards. What does that mean? I just, don't know. I don't use think it. Think of it. I, I pretty much exclusively use cheers and regards. Cheers with friends, regards for pretty much How everything else. How is it else. that with best regards, you're like, think of it, but with to whom it may concern, <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is all kosher. No, so what do you, so what do you think that, what should replace to whom it may concern when you don't know who you're writing to? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 But that's not... Who is reading it? He's reading it. <laughs> Hello? But it sounds pathetic as well. There's no formality sounds to pathetic. it. Hello? I still think, guys, we need to give Aaron some advice. What is this middle ground between regards and cheers? Thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks is pretty good. Looking forward to your response, Josh. I use that a bit. Yeah. Looking yeah. forward to hearing I'm, from you. And I'm you. happy with that to be the last thing that people read. Because it all you ever. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly died a plane accident. Well, that's the last thing they read of me. My email sign off. He's still looking forward to hearing from me. <laughs> I do like that sign off, Josh. I reckon that's the winner. I reckon Aaron can. That's the advice we can give to Aaron. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing from you because that promotes that action as well. Yeah. yeah. And so, Aaron, uh, if you're hearing this, we're looking forward to hearing from you <laughs> in regards to what you think of this advice. Many thanks. <laughs> 
Back in patch 25, curry no hurry, I revealed to you two that I had my brand new Pixel 2 XL. What a great surprise that was, wasn't it? What a moment. <laughs> what a moment. Um, now, in that patch, I mentioned I was going to have a Roybus challenge coming up where I'd attempted Ooh, to get some uh, stuff yes. from Google. Yes, for my old phone. Uh, now, the Roybus challenge actually originates back in patch number nine, lovely leathery juice. And Dion, as the arbiter of the Roybus challenge, would you like to just run us through what it is? Yes, yeah, so back in patch nine, I visited an Italian restaurant with my girlfriend, ordered a rooibos tea flavoured drink, tasted awful, proceeded to try and uh, return it to the restaurateur. Um, he would have none of it. I contacted Emma and Tom's. None other than Tom got back to me and said that he was disappointed that um, my, my palate I didn't... He, <laughs> he was disappointed that you ordered a rooibos tea at an Italian <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Um, and ended up sending me a whole bunch of free Emma and Tom's uh, gear. Um, so, yeah, so the Robus Challenge is about challenging companies and ultimately getting something for free yeah. and, and gaining that leverage over the company. It's about justice. Yeah, it's about <laughs> yeah. justice. Justice is, was served. Yes. Let's see if justice was served today with Google and Josh. Yes, let's check that out. So, Christian, if you just play the theme song, please. And we'll never buy Robus. Don't know if it's just me. Got nothing to do with tea. We just want everything for free. Now I've been a long time fan of Google. You know, I'm a heavy Gmail user. I love calendar, love Google Keep, I love everything. Mm-hmm. So imagine my delight when they entered the smartphone race in 2012 with their Nexus line of budget phones with better than average specs. You know, it's a far cry from their now very expensive and top spec premium Pixel offering. Now, I owned a Nexus 4, which was the first one, and my next phone after that was the Nexus 5X, which I bought in January 2016. Early adopter, Josh. I was. I was there. So, that was two and a half years ago you bought that phone. Yes. Now, and I love this phone. I use it every day, every single day for the past two years. It's been my daily driver, as some people call it. <laughs> um, it was great, but there also did have a lot of issues with it. Um, you know, there was the occasional random reboot. Uh, the battery was also notorious for getting a very, very, very warm as google put it (laughs) refused to use the word hot it was warm um so i got a refurbished replacement phone after one year in january of 2017 that was fine um and then 12 months after that which is earlier this year in february uh it booted up for the last time sadly did it say that as it was booting up (laughs) i'm sorry i love i love (laughs) this will be my last time I love how you've twisted that sentence. I would say it shut down for the last time, but you said you kind of say it came to life for the last time. Yeah, because I, I obviously the time before because I was trying to get it to turn on again and it just didn't. I was like, oh, it's turned on for the last time. Anyway, no, no, no. That's the that's yeah. Not you're probably the you're probably way. right. It, it turned might. on for the last time. Yeah, Jeez, I hope this Roybus is better than Josh's <laughs> illustration. <Yeah. laughs> it's like the Terminator. Yeah. Um, now, after using the phone for the last two years, I figured it was time to get a replacement. So, I thought, I'll go to Google and I'll try to squeeze them for everything they're worth. Now, I did this all via live chat, which I've actually kept all the logs for. Sorry, Josh, what are Google worth? <laughs> <laughs> this will be great. Everything they're worth. I know what's going to happen. Josh is going to end up getting a share in Google. <laughs> yeah, just one. With like 50,000 bucks. Um, now, the chat logs, there were 30 pages of chat logs I had for this, uh, but I've drastically reduced that down to slightly more manageable. Um, so I'm here to present to you my Google Nexus 5X Roibus Challenge. Ooh, um, so wow. I've got this script here. I'm just going to pass this to Christian. Thank While you. you're doing that, Josh, as, as listeners would know, in the Roibus Challenge, um, the Roibus Challenger 
is awarded um, some leaves at the end out of 10. Um, so that's really what this is about. It's not about the journey. It's about <laughs> the score at the end. <laughs> it is. Um, now, I'll be, I'll be playing myself and I'll get Christian to play uh, all the Google operators that, that I faced along oh, the way. Okay. Um, and Dion, as the arbiter of the Robus Challenge, he'll be critiquing my attempts <laughs> to get free shit from Google. Um, all right. So uh, here we go. Thanks for contacting Google Support. My name is Nick. I'm really sorry to hear about the battery issues you're facing with your Nexus 5X device. I can understand the importance of a device in this generation, as it is the main source of communication. So we proceed to run through the issues that the I've been... The daily driver. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Um, so we proceeded to run through the issues that I'd been having with the phone. Thank you for helping me with that, Joshua. I will be glad to help you with a replacement. This will be my third Nexus 5X. Very disappointing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Google, but the shortcuts taken with the 5X have been incredibly inconvenient. I know how it feels to carry a device that troubles often. Is there any way you could upgrade my device and send me something more reliable? I'm not convinced another 5X will be any better. So that's an excellent start, Josh. Or should I call you Joshua? Um, <laughs> not explicitly stating what he wants, but intimating a mere replacement. It's very clever. Um, this move in uh, the Robus Challenge is called casting doubt. <laughs> I completely understand, Joshua. I know it's not been a good journey with Nexus 5X. <laughs> However, let me try to help you with a desirable resolution. I will surely try to help you with a different device as a replacement. So then Nick goes and checks with a specialist. I'm extremely sorry that this is taking a bit longer than expected. Please bear with me for next five minutes. <laughs> for <laughs> Nexus 5 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I trust you, Nick. I really... <laughs> I really like the products Google offers, but I don't know if I'd buy another one of your phones after the experience I've had. It's just this image of Josh and Nick holding hands. <laughs> uh, so then he goes off again and checks with his specialist once again. Joshua, after checking with my specialist, it looks like we can replace the device with another Nexus device instead of replacing with a different one as per your request. I just like the idea of him checking with his ear, nose and throat specialist. <laughs> So, you can't replace it with a different device? I'm sorry to say that, Joshua. However, as we have no other devices... Of no other devices available! <laughs> Google has no other devices available. You've stumped us, Joshua. <laughs> However, as we have no other devices available as a replacement currently, I've requested him to help you with a refund. Mm. And how much money would I be refunded? Joshua, trust me. <laughs> Nick, he's a trustworthy bloke, Nick, isn't he? Joshua, trust me. I'm trying to help you with a desirable resolution. I do trust you, Nick. <laughs> so so what are my options if I don't want a refund? So now I try and go in for a bit of an upsell, try and get the Pixel, a much more okay. expensive phone as a replacement. Yeah. I understand Josh explaining that to the listeners. Obviously, I understand full well what Josh is doing. <laughs> so there's no way you could help me out with getting a discounted replacement Pixel? which you said has not had the same issues as the 5X. As you can see from my purchase history, I've been a very loyal Google customer since the Nexus 4. Yes, very good, Josh. So obviously loyalty is very important in these situations. Uh, businesses don't like losing customers, even if it is a behemoth like Google. Um, this, this move is called the loyal pitch. <laughs> can I also add, Dion, I think there's a little bit of planting the seed here yes, as well. Yeah, yes. I've dropped the, the name of Pixel. Pixel, it's yeah. the first Sprinkle time. Thing. Christian, yeah. stick to your day job. <laughs> I totally agree with you, Joshua. 
I will not miss out on any possible chance that can help me provide you with a possible resolution. However, hope you understand my limitations too. We are privileged to have a customer like you who's been with us since long time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do understand, Nick. You've been very helpful and I do believe you are trying your best. I'm just looking for the best outcome and I believe you're the man to give it to me. <laughs> that is excellent, Josh. <laughs> really good. That is very good. Let's hope for the best, Joshua. I'm quite positive you'll be provided with a favourable solution. So I was meant to receive an email within 24 hours which would have my refund quote telling me how much I was entitled to. Uh, This never came. Five days went past. um, So I got back on live chat and I started chatting with David. Um, I explained to him how frustrated I was in the hopes of getting something else from him. So here's David. I have been going through the account. I see that the previous agent is still working on the account. I did like Nick and the service he was providing, but had been disappointed with the lack of communication. Yes, I agree that he should have kept you posted. I am with you on this. This is called turning on your colleagues. (laughs) I'm glad you're with me, David. We're in this together. (laughs) Bonnie and Clyde. Yes, we are in this together. What I am doing is I am taking over this case from him. Is that all right with you? If you can provide me with an excellent outcome, then I'm happy for you to transfer the case. It's incredibly inconvenient being without my phone. Google has normally been so good and quick with their service. There are a few cases where we need multiple approvals. That is where it takes time. So this is always a very, very good moment. It's always important to escalate the issue as quickly as possible with someone who has that escalation power. Mm. As you would have guessed, this move is called the escalation. (laughs) Not the escalator. (laughs) That's what they call me when I'm on live chat. Oh, no, it's the escalator. (laughs) Um, So David goes off and checks with his manager. Now, I had a discussion with my manager. And since we are no longer manufacturing the device, we are applying the refund on the account. I was waiting to hear how much the refund was going to be. Here we go. You will get a full refund. Very good. Thank you so much. When I said very good, I meant good. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. David has also left a smiley emoticon. (laughs) Very good then. David's very happy with that for me. He's provided the right solution. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Fantastic. Full refund of 559 Australian dollars. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Please process that. Wonderful news, David. (laughs) My trust in you was well placed. My pleasure. Thanks, David. And please send my thanks to Nick as well, as I trust <laughs> as I trust that he was held up by his manager. Yes, that was the case, actually. <laughs> I will tell Nick. Is there anything else I can help you with? No. As wonderful as it's been chatting with you, hopefully this all goes as planned and I won't need to speak with you ever again. <laughs> thanks, Dave. Can I call you Dave? Have a great day. <laughs> yes, you can. Thanks for contacting Google. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Hey. Yes. Well done, Josh. Well done, Josh. Thank you. How good's that? Full that refund for a phone I'd been yeah, using for two years. full years. That is an absurd resolution, Josh. That's Fantastic. like wearing a pair of pants for two years and then saying, nah, they didn't work for me. Give Google, me my money back. Google pants. <laughs> Google pants. <laughs> Hello, pants. <laughs> now, the best possible result in this situation would have been you to get a replacement new Google phone. Mm. You got a full refund on the old Google phone. 
Excellent effort. I agree. It was how old? Two years old? Two years. Two years old. I've been using it every day for two years since January 2016 and I got a full refund for it. Two years old. I reckon that's pretty good, Josh. Yeah. I don't think it quite reaches the heights that we're looking for in the Robus Challenge. I think that if you were to get her... Because you had to buy another phone with that money and presumably that phone cost cost you more money. Yeah. I would have been looking in these situations for you not to be out of pocket at all. Amazing. Yeah. I literally had a free phone for two years because of this. Uh, no, no, no. No, you didn't because the Pixel... How much does the Pixel cost? What's the recommended more retail? Much what, more. What, yeah. Much more. So and you it's were a brand st- new phone, mate. Yeah, but you're still out of pocket. A Insatiable. fair way. Dion is insatiable with yeah. the Reuters. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can't unseat me though, Josh, can you? <laughs> um, Josh, it's now time for me to appraise your Robus challenge. Um, I think that the most pleasing aspect of this Robus challenge was that you have been obviously inspired with some of the skills that mm. I've imparted on you. I feel you taught me a lot, Dion. Yeah, I think I feel I'm like just, I have I'm as just well. Buttering him up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, for this Robus challenge. You have unseated Trent, our car expert. Unseated. Yes. Nine point four. Yes. Are you? You're giving Josh yes. nine. Trent got a new fucking car. <laughs> yeah, but Trent didn't. It doesn't sound like Trent didn't have to. Um, Trent he, didn't use the car for two years and then get a new one. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> and also, but also, it doesn't sound like he went through the uh, the hassle that Josh went through. Okay, so so part of the Roybos scoring system is. Flawed. <laughs> no, I'm sa- no, what I'm saying is part of that scoring system mm-hmm. is the you're saying the, the, the troubles that people have had to go through to it's get ta- the outcome. It's taking all factors into account, Christian. Course, it's sorry. not just the cost. It's, it's the determination. It's the follow-up. Um, I would have liked Josh to follow up for a Pixel 2, but Josh is actually the uh, winner of the Robus Challenge for Season 2. Congratulations, Josh. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, wow, in the retrospective as well. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Oh Meow of the Week. Oh Meow. Oh Meow. Oh Meow. A cat purrs at the same frequency as an idling diesel engine <laughs> at about 26 cycles per second. Oh, meow. Oh, meow. Oh, meow. Oh, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Casting our minds back to patch number 16, unfit for human habitation, I regaled us with stories of my old share house. I still live in a share house. And recently I got some mail from an old housemate who doesn't live there. I never knew, wasn't there in my time. Yeah. It was from the Australian Red Cross. Um, and it was a letter. I was like, okay, cool. Well, so you didn't know the name? No, I didn't know. I didn't recognize the name. Okay. So I was like, cool. I don't know this person, but I, you know, I've got their name. So I called up the Red Cross and I said, hey, um, I've got this mail. I don't know the new address. I'm just letting you guys know that the address has changed and that person no longer lives at this address. And the person on the phone was like, oh, can you send it back to us? Oh, I was what? like, well, no. Nah. I was like, no. And she's like, well, can't you just like pop it in a letter and just send it back to us and, and run it? I was like, no, I'm telling you right now that this person doesn't live here. Look it up in your system and change the address. Send that, them an email. That is the end of your responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In, in fact, that you went beyond. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I'm like, I'm doing you a favor. I'm trying to save the planet and stop mm-hmm. unwanted mail going out. And, then, and so, but she was like, okay, cool. Looked it up on a computer. About 35 seconds. 
looked it up. Oh, cool. I'll send her an email about that. I'm like, yeah, just do that. There'd obviously be a single place with that person's name and an yeah. address field yeah, beneath. exactly. Christian, does it annoy you when you get a previous people's mail when they haven't redirected it or when they haven't gone to the effort of redirecting their mail? To be honest, most of the time, it, it doesn't annoy me because the way I handle it is a lot... Uh, less courteous than Josh. What well, a bit more hands off, are you, Christian? Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot more hands off. In fact, a bit I'll... more hands to bin. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will keep it for a number of months in a drawer somewhere. Really? Okay, that's helpful. But I'm not going to act on it. No way I won't act on it. And I feel like maybe a part of it is because I know that it is important to people, but I don't want to go to the effort of, of calling all these companies because that's that's... That's one step too far for me. I feel like the onus is on the person who's left the house. But really strangely, when I moved into my place in uh, in Brunswick, so the place before I'm currently in, um, we were still getting quite a lot of... Because the, the, the old tenants were evicted. So oh. They, yeah, for making too much noise. You should get me to tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they mustn't have had time to redirect their mail or something. So we were getting quite a lot. And even to the point that we're getting orders, like, you know, how pick up your order, go down to the oh, post office box or whatever. That's next level shit, by the way. When you get one of those little, yeah. like those parcel So we were just slips. We, we were keeping them to the side in a drawer. And one day, all three of us were just sitting in our lounge room. And all of a sudden, the front door, we heard a, key, a set of keys go in what? and the front door to our place opened. It was the locksmith and- from Curry No Hurry. <laughs> But we all looked around at each other and we're like, one, two, three, we're, we're all here. And someone walked in and was like, oh, hey, it was this South American guy. He's like, uh, just here, thought I'd pick up my mail. I'm like, nah, mate, you can't break in. He still has up- keys. Yeah. Yeah. Still had his keys. And your landlord didn't change the locks. Nope. Just broke into our place to collect his mail. So we literally handed his mail over to him in our lounge room. That's so weird. That's bizarre. Now, why did you give it to him? I would have been like, no, you know what? Get, get out of my house. If, if he's willing to break into our house, if we don't, what, what's going to happen yeah. if we don't give him what's his mail? What's the next crime also? he's going to commit? <laughs> okay, a normal human being knocks on the door. Yeah. Goes, Hello, nah. I used to live here. Can nah. I, what was he going to do? Walk into the house. If you weren't there, he would just gone in and rifled through your stuff looking Look for, for his mail. mail. Yep. I love it. We found out now that in South America they don't have locks or the concept <laughs> of locks or keys. Actually, Christian, I'm surprised at myself at how ethical. I am in these situations What I do Is probably for the first month I'll have a felt tip pen Sitting next Like on the counter at home And I'll cross out their mm. n- Their address And I'll write No longer at this address And I'll post it Yeah and I think it's it's almost goes back to to Aaron Josh, your friend, who gets his email back down to zero. I think it would be incredibly satisfying if you got to the point where you received no previous tenants' <laughs> mail. How amazing would that be? So, do you put return to sender? Uh, I just say no longer lives at this address. Change address, and then you just, just put that in the thing. Because I have no that. idea how return to sender works. I know the song by Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you don't know how it works. There's a return. There's a there's a sent, return to sender uh, address on the back, and you just put it back in the mailbox. Correct, and then they'll return it to sender. That's it. That's it, Josh. Oh. You should explain it. Thank you, Dion. I agree. It would be this world of bliss if you didn't get any ha- ex housemates or ex tenant house yeah. uh, their mail, but companies send so much shit in the mail. Mm. I give I give like ten dollars a month to Animals Australia, and I've 
But is that what? all? <laughs> <laughs> and and I bought things from Oxfam in the past to support. It's unbelievable how much they send me in the mail. Yeah, it's because they got to retain you. Yes, but send me an email. Yeah, yeah. email's fine. That's send so me true. everything by email. That's I don't so want true. physical. What do I need? Why do we need physical mail anymore? Apart from like a, yeah. a, a a shopping order, something that we've asked to be sent in the mail. That's such an obvious point that Christian's making there. Why do we need physical mail? Apart from a parcel that we've all ordered, which contains a good that we've paid for. Why not just follow on with the point instead of worrying about what I said? <laughs> Why do you have to pull up everything? <laughs> but you know how I avoid this issue completely, pretty much. All of anything important, I always just put my parents' address. Oh, come on, Josh. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Because I don't know how long I'm going to be living at whatever place I'm living at. I never have to worry about I agree with, redirection. I agree with Christian. Grow up. That's ridiculous. Why? I don't, because because that's what just, people do. You're just espousing the fact of I don't, I don't get that much mail, mate. It's like Vic Rhodes every four years or something sends Update me something. Update your address. No, no, don't no. need to worry about it. Mum and dad just go, hey, Josh, Vic, Vic Rhodes is here for you. Cool. I'll get it when I next see Thanks, you. Thanks, mum and dad. Yep. And here's your lunchbox, Josh. <laughs> But don't, but don't you guys agree that receiving physical mail now is pointless? Like, honestly, when you receive a letter from the police, let's say you get a fine, would, would it not have the same impact getting that in an email? Like, why, why do you think it has so much importance to receive it physically? Because you have to go and unlock your, your letterbox or wherever you live and you got to take it out and it's something physical. I don't know if it does. I just think it's these companies just not um, iterating their processes. It's because there's a physical thing you can put a fridge magnet on the fridge with it and you always see it like your bills. Have you ever used one of those fridge magnets? One of those? Yeah. One of those. <laughs> there's literally no. hundreds of variations. Well, no, when, you get, when you get one from... Hundreds? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no more variations of 999. <laughs> but have you magnet. ever gone like, oh, there's that phone number of that vet that's nearby. Yeah. Oh, 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 how are we going to find the phone number? Yeah. Oh, let's go to the fridge. You mean yeah. branded fridge magnets? Yeah, branded yeah, fridge yeah, magnets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or what about the calendar ones? Have you ever looked at a calendar? They are they are useless. They are absolutely useless. What? what? The calendar fridge can... magnets? Yeah. Why? You like them? No, no. no but, but they're for a particular audience. They're not for you. There are people that spend more time in a kitchen cleaning their kitchen than what? when they're cleaning the surfaces. They look across. They say, oh, that's right. It's this this weekend. <laughs> Justifying calendar magnets yeah. here. What about when a local member sends you like a magnet or like a thing saying "Vote for me"? I they're my most yeah. hated things. They go mm. straight in the bin. I don't open them. Pretty yep. much every opportunity when I get mail from things that I actually like, I go, "Hey, you don't need to send me mail anymore." Like the Red Cross, I was like, "Hey, this is me personally." They were sending me stuff of like, "Hey, reminder, your next donations due." I was like, "It's fine." I, was, I rang them up. I was like, "Hey, can you just take me off the mailing list? I don't need it. I'm more than happy to keep donating. I don't need." The I love how thing. I love how you are prepared to to call these places up and. And potentially be put on hold for like ten minutes, while just to say to them, "Don't send me mail anymore." It's e- no, it's easy. I just put my phone there, and it wasn't a hold for that long. I find doing the phone call is way quicker than um, trying to mail or email stuff yep. in. But seriously, like even the idea of like a wedding invite, like why does that? Why does that have to be sent? Surely, yeah. just a Google Calendar invite is fine. Imagine that, mate. just a Google Cal invite. Yeah, we'll spend forty k on the wedding, but only send it by email. Yeah. No, I kind of agree with Christian. Like the, the other thing is that what are you going to do with that wedding invite after you've looked at it? Like, it's a, it's a put it on the fridge. Use the magnet. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> heaps of those in our house all the time. Really? They're like, oh, those two are getting married. Don't know who they but are. But why do you need that yeah. reminder? You're gonna, Christian's point is you're going to put it's it a in nice your Google. thing. Yeah, it's but- a, it's a thing you've put time and effort into writing your name in calligraphy. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. said to your friends. <laughs> 
But put time and effort into the email that you're writing. Use paperless posts. That's such a great... Have you ever got an invitation through the website, paperless mm-hmm. posts? It's beautiful. You open it up, it immediately alerts the people that you're attending. It's awesome. To be honest, every time I get one of those, I don't even look at the email. I just scroll down to where it says Google Calendar and I'll just click that and say, okay, yeah. it's in there now. I don't care. Well, now I had a friend's wedding recently, Nick and Sophie, and they didn't use traditional invites. It was just an email. I'm like, this is completely fine. I yeah. completely... Am, I know when the date is. I know when it is. Yeah. I'm very fine with this. It would be so much easier if receiving like spam letters from like Oxfam and the Red Cross if it was like an SMS and you could just write stop, stop. On, on a letter and mail it back to them yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Equally it's, as effective. It's ultimately it adds to your junk mail. That yeah. should be regarded as junk mail. They'll start putting letters there was no one manning this mailbox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do not reply. What about when you open up your letterbox you see an envelope in there it's addressed to a previous tenant to someone you don't know but you feel the envelope and it feels like there's a plastic card in there. Could be a credit card, could be a loyalty card. What do you do with it? Josh? Um, that's a pretty big return to sender Ooh. for me. I, I wouldn't presume to open it. I probably would rather not know what it is. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't want to know what power I wield over this person. Really? Whether I get one free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or I get a $3,000 limit. I don't know. Yeah, spending spree. Yeah, I would, uh, as best I can, return to sender. So if it's from a company, just try and get it back to that company. I think so as well, yeah. But, 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 but if I'm going to be honest, and, and I think this is the forum to be honest, I'm not doing anything with that. You're I'm chucking putting, it out? I'm putting it in the bin. Wow. Yeah, and they just have to go, I never got the thing. Like, yeah. Well, it's if you're ordering a credit card or a Visa debit card or something like that, Check that you put the right address, you idiot. No, yeah. that's reasonable that someone doesn't change the, all of their cards. People have all these cards nowadays. That's true. No, that you know what? True. You know what solves that problem? Putting your folks' address on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, issue yeah. there, yeah. is it? Well, Christian, you and I should put Josh's folks' address on there, <laughs> yeah. even though they moved recently. I know, and I had to change a few things. It was oh. hell. <laughs> so it doesn't 30, work. Thirty years in that one house, it's like so, got to change so, a few things. So your so your system breaks down if your parents are nomadic. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if your parents move as much as you do in your 20s and 30s. Also, if they're literal nomads, Bedouins <laughs> in the Middle East, I feel like the system breaks down anyway. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Every now and again, we like to do a different take on really good. Um, and our favourite this season was surreally good, which we take a, a bizarre twist or a bizarre look. Something a bit more surreal with really good. So, you know what's surreally good? When your Uber driver turns green just as you finish your meal. Surreally <laughs> <laughs> good. Surreally good. Surreally good. Surreally good. Do you know what's surreally good? When a glass of champagne takes a long walk on the beach only to find that there's a piece of bread begging for forgiveness. What? Surreally good. Surreally good. You know what's surreally good? Moving your clock backwards for daylight savings and hearing a satanic message. Surreally good. Surreally good. You know what's surreally good? When you're washing your potato chips and they get you into the club for free. Surreally good. Do you know what's surreally good? Taking a dog out for a walk and then the instant the water boils, you build a bridge and put it on the lowest heat setting. Surreally good. Surreally good. And you know what's surreally good? Spreading a little aloe vera on your burnt toast. Ah, surreally good. Surreally, really good. You know what's surreally, really 
Thank you for listening to part one of our retrospective for season two. Part two will appear in two weeks' time. For the moment, in the lead-up, we will be posting refresher clips on our social media. So head over to our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and also on Twitter. And Dion, don't forget, we've got a Patreon page. Christian, I didn't forget. They're very, very important to us, they our Patreons. They are very important to us. They went to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork and they are actively supporting our podcast they're, they're donating a monthly contribution which really helps us grow and they're and getting a few little extras as well correct they're going to be embarrassed by having their name read out so a very 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 big thank you to daniel caitlin crystal amanda andrew chris julia daniel carmen andrew Jun- they've all got the same name <laughs> <laughs> andrew daniel christian carmen andrew janna Becca, Sally, Alistair, Mark, Sally, Brett. Thank you so much Thank for your you so support. Much. Thank you so much. Josh, for this special retrospective patch, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week, Dan, was simply the words, hot regards. <laughs> <laughs> Dion, Dion, what was your patch this week? My patch this week is an image of Christian house-sitting at Josh's parents' house, receiving a surprise package in the mail from Google and throwing it straight in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) And Christian, what did you sew into your patch this week? Dion, this week I sewed into my patch the final patch for season two, which reads, To whom it may concern... (laughs) Looking forward to hearing from you soon. Warm regards, Christian, Dion, and Josh. Ah, very nice, Christian. Thank you for listening to part one of our retrospective. Join us in two weeks for the second part. So thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 I'm Cody, Telstra's virtual assistant. I'm here to answer your Telstra mobile questions. To get started, ask me a question. If I can't help, I'll transfer you to someone who can. Hi, I just ported into Telstra and signed up for the $59 plan with the Pixel 2 XL and heard there was 5 gig of bonus data I was entitled to. I'm still in training. In a few words, please rephrase your question. Give me 5 gig bonus data. (laughs) 